I almost feel like I've been transported to a different dimension where everything I thought was impossible just kind of happens to be possible. 2020, I think we're all getting that feeling, right? We really are. But with this immense partisanship, this immense polarization over this election, I can very confidently say that people are living in different realities everywhere. And even though we're experiencing the same things, it's complete different realities. You see, on the cover, you see me. I'm a black dude. I'm a black man. Chocolate skin, hazelnut. I don't know what they're word for it is nowadays but anyways so that's going to attract a lot of people that are more left-leaning just the nature of it and that's how it is typically now because of that you know i fall under i would guess the democrat line of thinking and ways which really means that when it comes to the republican news i don't necessarily understand it at times that's the best way to put it and what i mean by this is so typically, so recently, Donald Trump has come out and he said that they should stop the votes because there's a lot of fake votes coming in. And I was so confused. First, I was confused about, I'm like, wait, is Donald Trump trying to like rig the election and like stop the votes while he's ahead? Is he really saying and telling his all his voters that all of these mail-in ballots and these absentee ballots are fake? Is he is he really trying to communicate that to his supporters that that's the only reason he's losing? That literally there's a grand conspiracy against him, the most powerful person in the nation in the world right now. That somehow the Democrats have more power power than a sitting president to actually cheat and take over the election using fake ballots. Is, is that what's going on? And as I'm seeing this, I was like, there's no way people are gonna believe them, right? Like everyone knows that they were going to count the mail-in ballots and that the results weren't gonna be out immediately. Everyone knows this, right? And as I saw these groups of supporters going to these ballot counting places, telling them to stop the vote, stop the vote, chanting, I was, actually kind of shocked and what shocked me the most is like i went on youtube and i like okay maybe they just only have been listening to donald trump news they haven't been listening to both at all so okay they're the average person they're just listening to one channel's news station like i can understand that but then i went on youtube and i saw a tech lead put out a video and tech lead you know super smart programmer used to work at facebook used to work at google he put out a video saying how he wouldn't back the peaceful transition of the president. And his main reason is because that they're cheating. They're not letting people see the ballots. And I was like, I was like, okay, what is going on? If is he just lying? Is he grifting just for the money, just for the YouTube views? And I didn't think so because this is on his second channel, not his main one. And he does, he is building a Republican audience, a right wing audience, but still to come out and say that, you know, the left side is just making up votes and that's why they're winning is such an insane claim that has no proof so far that it really got me thinking to one thing. How would I prove to someone on the right side 
that has been following Trump and only been listening to his news, how would I prove to someone that that is not the case that's happening? How would I prove to someone that right now there's not like ballots, like massive ballots of Trump votes being dumped? There's not like massive fake ballots of Democrats ones just being sunk in for Joe Biden. Like, how do I prove to someone that's the case? And of course, I could go to them and like probably show them some numbers, probably show them that there's nowhere online that I can find this information, that I can't find proof anywhere. But they're going to give me one anecdotal information, one incident of experience that someone, someone's uncles, nephews, aunts been through. And that's enough proof. That's enough confirmation bias from them to make them believe what they're going to think. So I've came up with one solution and one solution only in life you have to choose your brainwashing you need to choose the people who you are number one going to listen to and get your information from and number two are going to challenge and number three understand their biases and your bias me i'm a black dude in his 20s a lot of black issues my bias is going to make me go on board with that i need to understand that what are the weaknesses and strengths of that of my experience you know i'm a guy or was an immigrant and now you know i'm making 70 80 90k around that range depending on the year I need to understand what comes with that and how I look through the world, how I look at homelessness because of that. So a great way strategy that I use is I'm going to give you a list of people where I pick my brainwashing from and generally what I get from them. So first person, Dave Chappelle kind of leans left, however, lives in a right wing kind of area, Cleveland, Ohio, obviously famous comic. And whenever he says something, he does like a smart comedy. So there is so much profoundness that even if there's massive backlash, whether it's around a word or what he said about uh, transgender people, I'm going to listen and I'm going to understand where he's coming from. I'm always going to give him the benefit of doubt. Two, Charlemagne the God, you know, anxiety playing tricks on me. Radio personality, used to do crazy stuff in the past, but I listen to him so much now, I'm always going to give him the benefit of doubt. Andrew Schultz, another comedian. Uh, tries to really always go for the center, the moderate feel. He does a podcast with Charlemagne the God. Um, you probably heard of the brilliant it's if you haven't. Um, it's kind of where I got the whole uneducated idea about where they call themselves idiots. I call myself uneducated because what the hell do I know? I'm always going to give him the benefit of doubt whenever he goes and he says something, even if he's trying to just bring the contrarian and sometimes the right wing opinion on things. It's a great place where I can really challenge my ideas and, See if I think on what he thinks. Next one, Logan Paul, the most successful um, YouTuber out probably right now, a YouTube influencer, as I say, in LA. Like he represents young Hollywood. <clears throat> Obviously, he's not really necessarily giving a lot of life advice. And he had that crazy um, incident in the suicide force of Japan. But I love to see rags to riches stories. And when it comes to content creation and really understanding vlogging and transforming his Vine career to a thriving YouTube career, I mean, who's really done it better than Logan Paul? 
Of course, there's bigger YouTubers like PewDiePie and Mr. Beast, but when it comes to that vlogging, social influence, and creating your own content, I mean, this guy has really done it. Next one, this is a huge one for me. And I think this is the greatest investor, maybe of all time. I should really do a video on it. Gary Vaynerchuk. This guy has consistently been right for years. For years, honestly. He's been right about Facebook. He invested in them super, super, super early. Tumblr, same thing. Twitter, same thing. I mean, when it comes to angel investing, this guy has to be one of the most famous ones, one of those successful ones, right? And me being able to buy sports cards last year, turning one grand to five grand, was all because of Gary Vaynerchuk expressing this for time about how the market's exploding. Did my research, found out how to tell which sports cards to buy. And then because of that, he was right. He honestly was. Next one, Andrew Yang. Massive, massively uh, huge Democratic candidate. He was preaching about UBI, a concept that I didn't necessarily believe in. Um, but then the way he expressed it, genius, absolutely genius. And now it's kind of my economic policy of like how I see the world. The one thing that I could see really changing the world and really making us more efficient as a culture. Next two, I kind of bunch them up together. One's name is Vosh. He's a political commentator online, super left. Another one is Destiny. He's left more on the moderate in the middle. They're both Twitch streamers that do online policy debates and cover the news. Extremely insightful. They show their sources. They show their academic studies that they're talking to, referring to. And they also argue against Republican talking points. So it gives me exposure to not only what the Republicans are saying, but how to actually combat what they're saying. And because I want somewhat of a balance, although I haven't necessarily found too many like right-wing people that I can listen to, that I find I'm like, okay, this is good faith arguing. You're not trying to rely on rhetoric. You're trying to rely on the facts and the academic studies. One, Candace Owens... Um, again, she like they do rhetoric patterns to you know rile up their base. And number two, Tim Pool. Tim Pool points to a lot of articles when he does videos. Whenever I want to know the right wing spin on something, I go to Tim Pool. I know he's going to refer to an article. He doesn't necessarily do academic studies or anything on anything that he's proposing, but at least I know what the right wing people are thinking on that. Obviously, Joe Rogan too. When it comes to right wing, I think going through his filter and trying to get some of those ideas out, even though, of course, on a lot of policies on the left side, too, I think it gives me that good balance. And I do like Ben Shapiro, of course, too. Again, not a lot of things I agree with. And I can tell there's certain areas that he's grifting because of his money backers. He has to say certain narratives, but at least he's going to try to put a spin on it that makes that like the best, like the best faith scenario for whatever spin he's putting on something he's gonna see it so at least i'll get exposed to another side if you're not politically exposed to a lot of ideas and if you're not financially exposed to a lot of ideas then you're not gonna have that wide base that you need to really be successful at whatever you're trying to go to you know i remember hearing like this this really powerful statement that i probably butchered and kind of forgot 
But like, this is what the statement always is. If someone doesn't have exactly what you're looking for, then why are you listening to them? So with everyone you listen to, they should have at least like something that you're like, yeah, I, I really like what they're saying. That's the stuff I want to do. So I'm going to listen to them and I'm trying to understand that. That's why I listen to a lot of investing, whether it's podcasts or YouTube channels, because I'm trying to figure out like, okay, what are you investing in? What are you looking at? And then how is your audience reacting to that? I'm on the Reddit forums. I'm watching the YouTube videos. I'm on the company earnings calls, doing all that stuff. I'm trying to understand and figure it out. Damn, I just started coughing out of nowhere. Jeez. It's like spicy in here. It's like onions in my throat or something. Woo. Dang, you know when that corona just hits you out of nowhere? It just, like, hits you across the face? Jesus Christ. God damn. Anyways, we back. Um, yeah, man. So you need to choose your, your brainwashing. You need to understand who are the voices I'm listening to. What are the YouTube videos I'm watching? And there's sort of bias in what I'm watching. Bias is all right. It's okay. But you need to understand where that is. You really do. And that's the only way to really understand fake news and make sure that you have a full rounded opinion on anything it's super important in investing the market does not care about your political beliefs they don't care about your background they don't care where you grew up the market's going to give the returns that the market does and only by coming at it with an unbiased point of view and a really rational sound investment strategy will you continue to succeed in the marketplace of ideas and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning make sure you give a five-star review on itunes to do it you go to the app store you scroll all the way down sorry you click on my the the podcast uneducated investor podcast you scroll all the way down through the episodes you can leave a nice five-star reviews it really helps out the algorithm and write something nice if you wanted to. It's the Uneducated Investor Podcast, and we have to take off flight group.